Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool center. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Of course, tomorrow night, Kim Hagdorn joins us in the studio and we look at the AFL team selections. As we know, a big weekend for the Fremantle Dockers. They take on the Western Bulldogs. It is the uh, Saturday afternoon game there to be staged at Marvel Stadium. And as we know, it's a big one here on Sunday. 2.10 is the start of the match. The West Coast Eagles uh, taking on the Adelaide Crows. Uh, Josh Kennedy's farewell game. And I reckon they'll come from far and wide to uh, pay their tributes and say farewell to one of the Eagles' greatest. Uh, Josh Kennedy uh, says farewell to AFL football on uh, Sunday afternoon. And I reckon all the football world will be watching around the country to see how he does go. So we wish him uh, the best of luck. And uh, I gather he'll just take it in his stride. He seems not to get too phased. Even yesterday at the press conference, no sign of emotion. I think he'd resigned himself to the fact that it was his decision. He thought the timing was right and he's going out uh, in the best way possible. Uh, he's limped to the finish line with that uh, bung knee and he's going out in the final home game of the season for the West Coast Eagles in 2022. So good on you, JK. Hope it's a great game. And uh, you'd think that the West Coast Eagles with that would want to make sure that they get up and uh, give JK, uh, a winning feeling, a winning sensation for the final time against the Adelaide Crows at Optus Stadium on Sunday afternoon. Another interesting game is uh, Port Adelaide. They take on Richmond. Of course, Richmond are trying to scrape enough points to make sure they play finals football this season. But there's been a bit of conjecture regarding the future of their star forward, Jack Revolt, who's played 322 games for the Tigers. He's a three-time premiership player. Uh, also a three-time All-Australian. He's won the Coleman medal also three times, a couple of times fairest and best at the Tigers, uh, winning the Ian Stewart medal. Uh, and he, as I mentioned, he's notched up some 322 games and a career that spanned a decade and a half. And he was questioned on AFL 360 last night whether he would go around again and what is his future. It's round 21. What's happening? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know. I think this is when you get to... That, well, later in life, you become probably less of a priority in terms of where the club wants to go. So, it, like, it'll get to a point, and if I want to play on, the club will go, "Hey, this is how much money we've got. Do you want to play on?" And the answer will might maybe yes or maybe no. But it's just me weighing up what I want to do. Have you earned the right to make the decision, or does the club say to you, Jack, you're in trouble? Well, I think. I'm pretty realistic with where where I'm, I'm playing at the moment. Like I, I feel like I'm still pretty serviceable with with how I'm playing. Um, I feel like I'm a really good foil for Lynchy. In terms of key forward depth, we don't have a lot at the moment, um, so I'm pretty pretty sort of forthright on the club pushing to get some try some guys at key forward uh, and also maybe draft someone as well. Um, 
So, I mean, it's more, more the point that if they feel like they need me, then more than... I'm, I'll obviously put my hand up, but um, if they say maybe there's another person they'd like to play there, then I've played for 16 years. It's a long time. I'm pretty excited about what's on the other side of the... What's on but the you're other playing side. well enough. I mean, a lot of people know it's over. A lot of people don't. They get pushed. But a lot of people know it's not yeah. over. You I'll believe use Josh Kennedy, for example. Josh Kennedy said today that he said... He would love to keep playing, but his body's letting me down. At the moment, I'm probably in that same position, but my body's still there. So, And it can come pretty quickly when you get to 33, 34, but um, I still feel like I'm doing all the right things. Yeah, I think he wants to go on. And uh, Jack Revolt actually turns 34 in the last day of October. There you go, Halloween, he does. Uh, on the 31st of October, he turns 34 years of age. But looks like he'll go through... Another year. Just some news regarding, of course, the Eddie Betts situation. Uh, the AFL Players Association has just come through has effectively reopened their investigation into Adelaide's infamous 2018 pre-season camp amid fears that some Crows players were pressured into remaining silent about the ordeal. It's the uh, in the wake of that damning allegations by Betts in his new autobiography, The Boy from Boomerang Creek. The AFL Players Association said it would be contacting all players involved in the camp to seek a better understanding of what occurred during the trip. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. Of course, Paul Marsh is the CEO of the AFL Players Association and said he was concerned by the number of factors, including the lack of psychological safety after Betts revealed players were subjected to the Richmond theme song, playing repeatedly while training and personal information disclosed to camp counsellors was used as part of the verbal abuse slung at players. Who organises camp? Unbelievable what's transpired from it. One of the worst decisions in the history of sport, uh, that camp, that pre-season camp that the Adelaide Crows undertook. Now on a lighter note, before I let you go, Nick Kyrgios is back in the news. Do you want to hear a bit about Nick? Well, let me tell you, he was up to his usual tricks in Washington. Uh, he scored a first-round win over Marcos Giron at the Cincinnati Open. Now, the Australian cruised to victory in his first singles match since losing last month's Wimbledon final. He won 6-3, 6-2. Now, serving on match point, what Kyrgios did, he walked back to the crowd, he engaged in a chat with a spectator, known for asking fans where should he serve. And he looked like the Camberian was doing just that. The advice clearly didn't hurt as he wrapped up the proceedings. He blasted 12 aces and lost only 12 points off his own racket. So he went to one of the patrons and said, where do you reckon I should serve to win the match? And they said, there. And he did exactly that and he won the match. Good old Nick. That's why the fans love him. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Back tomorrow from 5 here on Drive. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Jimmy. And uh, stay safe if you're driving around the Perth metro area tonight.